Welcome to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast, where I interview some of the best coaches in the business to find their secrets and share them with the world. I'm Scott Ritzheimer, founder and CEO of Scale Architects, and we help founders and leaders find the right coach at the right time so they can achieve the predictable success they deserve. And a huge part of that is helping great coaches do great work that creates enormous demand for their services with way less effort. If you're a high demand coach, I'd absolutely love to share your story and expertise as well. So stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And welcome, welcome once again to the Secrets of the High Demand Coach. And I'm here with yet another high demand coach, and that is the one and only Tony Leonard. After working for six years at UC Berkeley as a PhD student advisor, Tony left to work at a nonprofit as a college and career coach for first-generation undergrads. He opened his own coaching practice in 2019 and has worked with clients from ages 25 to 65. He helps marketing professionals, opera directors, small business owners, executive nonprofit directors, uh, data scientists, financial professionals, UX researchers. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Uh, it's amazing the work that Tony's done. But what he does, he helps folks to leave bad jobs, land good jobs, and get paid well doing it. So, Tony, thanks for coming on the show. I'm so glad to have you here today. I wonder if before we jump into you know, the work that you do with your clients and uh, and how you, you make their lives better, I'd love to just pause uh, for a moment and, and hear this story that you, you kind of allude to in your uh, your bio here. Tell us a little bit about what you were doing before you became a coach and why you decided to make the leap to doing coaching full-time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Scott, for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, so as it said in my bio, I started out uh, working with PhD students at UC Berkeley. Um, what's not in my bio is that in between those two jobs, uh, being a graduate advisor, PhD students, and then working with uh, college undergraduates is that I attempted to start my own music artist management company. Um, And uh, I love music. I love uh, working with artists. I thought that uh, I could uh, find a band and take them to the the heights, heights. make them famous. (laughs) And And I went into it without really knowing what to do. And it totally failed and uh, flopped on my face. And I had no idea what my product was. I didn't know how to sell it. I didn't know how to market it. Uh, I made a nice website. It was pretty, Um, but uh, it didn't didn't have a lot of success there. So, um, yeah, I got back into coaching. I, I played sports growing up. I've always been fascinated with human development and trying to help people manifest, um, the best, the best version of themselves, um, with care and, and, and integrity. Um, and after four years working with college students, undergraduates, uh, I decided to go out on my own, um, and test the, uh, the coaching methodology that I had created previously. I had a lot of autonomy. So I was in the lab, just like, 
what worked, what didn't work as a coach. Um, and I wanted to test it out with um, a different population, people mid-career, late-career executives, mm-hmm. higher-level leaders. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the had some data that, that I felt like supported that I, I could coach. Uh, so I brought it out. And, and the last three years have been, uh, as, as a professional coach working with a new population, have been exciting and wonderful and hard and challenging and uh, and great and I, you know I've come to the point really re- where I've realized that uh, the, the the client serving the client is 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 the bottom line and trying mm-hmm. to find a price point that works for the client and and just showing up um, trying to get my ego out of the way and really being um, in service to the client. I love that. I love that. So you're in full-time coaching now. You've been doing this for a few years. What would you say is some of the most important work that you're doing for your clients right now? Uh, I love helping people through difficult transitions. Uh, They're successful. Uh, They've had success in their career, uh, making good money typically. Um, But for some reason, not happy, not stoked, something's not uh, not clicking. Sometimes that's real bad. And, and sometimes it's, it's more subtle. And, uh, I love helping people work through the blocks and the challenges and, and understand, uh, get some clarity on, on why, why it's been so difficult to, 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 to make a transition into something new. And so, mm-hmm. so a lot of times it's because people have no idea what the next step is. Um, I, I, I start a lot of calls with people saying, I have no idea what I'm, what I want to do next. I know what I'm doing is not working. Uh, and I, and, and that's where I, I, I feel, you know, I'm just like, you're in the right place. This is, this is, this is a little work I love doing. Yeah. So I'd love to unpack that a little bit because, you know, we're, we're in some really interesting times in terms of, uh, you know, how people choose to stay or leave different places. You know, there's lots of stats, lots of people leaving. Then there's lots of stats of lots of people not liking where they landed. And uh, I think we're all in this process of kind of learning. What does that look like? You know, how do you know when it's time for the next stage in your career? How do you know when it's time to leave or or to just, you know, step up? So how, uh, tell me first, before we jump into what to do about it, tell me a little bit about how people know that their time doing what they're doing is up. Um, I can give you a story, an example. Uh, I, I worked with a client who who was working for a government agency uh, as a UX researcher, and he uh, had like seven different managers. One like you know, seven different people kind of telling him what to do. Uh, the the politics the internal politics were a total mess um the the work and his role was really not clarified uh and but he he was he was prior to us working together he was just trying to make it work a lot of people are just like this is the situation i'm i'm trying to make this situation work and uh it took some time with us talking to for him to realize oh this is bad this is a blank show. This is this is real bad. It's time to uh, start looking at, at do a new job search. 
And he had done one and he thought that he had landed this role and he was really excited about it. Uh, but it, it, it with some discussions, it, it was clear to, to him that the, it was not the right place to be. And then once he got like that first, like go out and make a phone call, do an informational interview, start the process of talking to people in your network, think about your network and how expansive it is. And, and, and he got excited again about, and then hopeful. And, and, and so I was able to make a great transition, make more money, um, be in a less chaotic situation. So it was good. That's fantastic. So, uh, how about, uh, and, and maybe you've not bumped into this, maybe you have, but how do you, uh, how do you know if this is just like a bump in the road, right? It's just a rough patch in a career versus this is time for change. How do you help people really discern between those two? Yeah, that's that's a great question. I, I, I come out the work saying right from the beginning, like I'm agnostic as whether you stay in the job or whether you leave or whether you pursue the most ambitious goal that you have in your mind. Um, I worked with one client, uh, uh, product manager, or a big company, uh, and working with her, uh, she she was really stuck. Her manager sucked. Uh, she was also feeling like um, the work she was doing was interesting but not aligned. And we worked together for a few months, and uh, she just needed to make some shifts uh, and have some conversations, some difficult conversations, and make some allies internally, and then start to leverage her value and since a lot of people are leaving she was like well if i stay and i'm able to make some changes and that's what she did she ultimately stayed so i work with people who take off and it's really like as far as like how to get to know if it's right it's just listening like i just Mm -hmm. listen and i'm trying to understand um what people's motivations are, what their challenges are, and uh, help them ultimately make a decision. Like this is, I'm going to plant my flag and I'm going to go after this thing. And for her, it was like, I'm going to figure out how to make this work. And she ended up staying and getting a promotion. So it, it was, it worked out well. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about the process you use for helping people to really discover this. What would you say if you were to kind of, I know it's, you know, an intense coaching process, but if you were to kind of boil it down to some of the big steps that folks need to take as they're looking toward the next stage of their career, what would you encourage them to do? First thing is if if you feel stuck, get, get help. Mm -hmm. Um, Reach out to somebody like, uh, even if you're, and that's a hard step, you know, um, we're, we're, we're really, uh, sculpted in this society to, to, to figure everything out on our own. And so often the most difficult step is just asking for help. Um, and it, that could be asking a friend, uh, that could be asking a coworker, uh, and you know, it, uh, that could be working with a career coach. Uh, and so that, that's, that's the first step to to help people make um, the change. Uh, and then as far as kind of the work that I do, it really begins with listening, listening to people's, as I said, challenges and, and blocks, um, and then formulating a, a plan uh, based on what I'm hearing uh, and trying to build a solid foundation uh, and 
in order to do that, a solid foundation to move on to the next thing, whatever that next thing is. I take a really holistic approach to coaching. So I'm talking about financial reality, what's going on emotionally, uh, what's going on in relationships, uh, what, what kind of early career experience shaped where, where folks are at. Uh, and that gives me a, a whole picture of like, okay, like this is what we're dealing with. And, um, that there's just allows me to to have conversations, to give people ideas, exercises, uh, and, and motiv- help motivate, support, um, and and get people to to where they want to go with with clarity. Um, I'm really big on compassion and kindness. Uh, I think that um, so much of of success is is resilience like you get knocked down you got to get up you get knocked down you got to get up and you kind of have to learn that and then you kind of need somebody to to support you with that mm. yeah so uh as question I, i've got for you and, and that is what would you say is the biggest secret that you wish wasn't a secret at all when it comes to folks and you having a career that they love and get paid while doing what's that one thing that you wish everybody listening today knew yeah, for me, it's if you want to embark on a difficult, challenging, somewhat risky endeavor, um, starting a business, trying to be in a high level position, having a creative idea, bringing it to the marketplace, uh, it, you're, it's going to take time and you're going to get knocked down. And I think staying with it and for me personally, this is, this has been like, it's been tough, like three years, uh, of, of, of coaching and, and, and figuring things out. And for me, it was huge to hire, uh, a, a business coach who I've worked with for the last year. And and that was a game changer. So uh, for all the coaches out there, I really recommend if, if you got the coaching goods, you know, and you're struggling with that business component, get help, hire somebody, you know, make sure it's value aligned and it's good person. But yeah, bottom line is it takes a while and you're going to go through periods where you're like, nobody cares about me. I just did something stupid. And that doesn't mean you you stop. Uh, If you keep going, I'm getting to the point where I'm beginning to feel the reward of, of those, the, those hard work, that, that, that hard work. Um, so I wish, I wish that had been made clear to me early on. Uh, and yeah, like, as you said, made clear to everyone. Yeah, it is. It's it's going to take you three times as much energy, money, time, and just every possible variable, emotion, uh, as you think it's going to take, and, and then some. And yeah, you're right. One of the hallmarks of those who make it through that early period is resilience, because you know it doesn't matter what you know plan you use or you know tool or technique or whatever. You know, all of that, you know, it it falls short if you don't have the resilience to just get through the learning process of those early days. And uh, yeah, it's it can be tough, but it is so rewarding when you get to the other side of it. 
Fascinating. Uh, all right. So what I'm going to have you do for a moment here, this is a great segue into this next point, which is you know, have you take off your coach hat for a moment. Have you put on, you know, let's say your CEO hat of, of your own business and talk to us a little bit about what this next stage of growth looks like for you and what challenges you think you'll have to overcome to get there. Yeah, I think uh, I'm finally figuring out how to get a flow of of clients um leads and uh that's really hard is is um feeling like i can coach well given the opportunity but how do i get new clients and i feel like that process is is beginning to to that that flow is beginning uh so the next steps feel really exciting because it's all about you know hopefully filling up my calendar with with clients um beginning to really be picky about who I'm working with and, 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 and say like, I want to work with folks who are interesting and creative and, and have big, interesting problems. And, and that's, you know, getting to that level and serving those folks is, is what I'm doing now. And I want to do more of it. I think that's part of, you know, the continued, uh, process, uh, and hopefully, the 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 challenge eventually becomes is I I have too many clients for for the time that I have, and uh, then we'll get into some new ideas and and uh, but that's my expectation is to to get there and um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that challenge. Every every level up has a new has new challenges and yeah. punches you in the belly in different ways, uh, and. Uh, yeah, but it's resilience and it's uh, it's getting help, support, um, and um, so those those new challenges that I'm facing uh, are exciting, and uh, I look forward to trying to figure them out, yeah, problem solve. That's fantastic. Uh, it's true for coaches. It's true for a lot of uh, kind of solo professional services, but you, you you get into the business to do the thing that you want to do, right? To do coaching or whatever. And you find out that those, especially the first few months, but you know, to a lesser extent, the next few years, you spend a lot more time doing things other than coaching, you know, and, and you've got to be <laughs> yeah, good at yeah. those things to earn the right to, to actually do the coaching. And, and, uh, and you're right around that three year mark, you know, most of the time for coaches, there's this kind of shift that begins to happen where it's like, Hey, I just spent the whole day coaching, you know, like I, I wasn't doing, I wasn't <laughs> doing my budgets. I wasn't doing, you know, business development. I wasn't yeah. writing a blog. I was just coaching people. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's a really special thing. It's just why I love, you know, on this show, having high demand coaches in who, who have made it across that, who, who get to spend most of their time doing it and just hearing the lessons they've learned and the, the things that they share with their folks has just been an absolute treasure and uh, a joy. So thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, I appreciate it. It was just a fascinating perspective. Thank you. And for all of you who are listening today, uh, your time and attention mean the absolute world to us. So thanks for being here. I hope you got as much out of this conversation as I did. And I cannot wait to see you next time. Scott Ritzheimer here. Thank you so much for listening to the Secrets of High Demand Coaches podcast. If you are a successful coach, consultant, or advisor who's built a strong book of business and would like to be on the program, please visit go.scalearchitects.com 
And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media and just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials? If you know someone who'd be a great guest, you can tag them on social media to let them know about the show. And make sure you include the hashtag high demand coaching. I love seeing your posts. I love seeing your guest suggestions. Thank you so much. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any of those episodes. Go ahead and subscribe now. Your thumbs up, your ratings, your reviews, they go a long way to help us promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, you can go to our website, www.scalearchitects.com, or you can follow me or the company on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.